Welcome to Absolutely Right. You've joined a community of catalysts and creative thinkers. Together, we're building a circular, healthy, and regenerative world. I'm your host, Gabriela Fierro, reminding you that whether you believe you can or you can't make a difference, you are absolutely right. Buenos dias, mi gente. I'm super excited to be here with you on week two. Week one, we tapped into our purpose as the absolutely right community. I mean, we're so diverse. We have listeners from the software space to technical trades to the arts and so many more. So we had to orient ourselves into one central goal, and that was to challenge the status quo that, so that we can build a better tomorrow. But today, we're talking about you. We're tackling what our purpose is, how to align ourselves with it, and how to make sure that the business ventures and the ideas that we're having and what we're doing in our career feeds into and aligns with our central purpose. And also, we're going to discuss what tools you have at your disposal and you're most likely not yet using to help you do this. But first, if you listened to our first episode, you already know we listen to some kind of literature or content to set the vibe, to get us on the right frequency for these 27 minutes. We're going to hear from Oprah Winfrey in the speech that left audience speechless. This from the Motivate podcast. I encourage you to go check it out. Without further ado, let's get started. First and foremost, knowing who you are. Knowing who you are. Being able to answer this question, who am I and what do I want? Who am I really? My answer is I am God's child. I am that which is born of all that is. I am, as Pierre de Chardin said, a spiritual being having a human experience. Come trailing the breath of the ancestors yet but trailing the breath of the angels and understanding that because I am connected to the source of all that is, all that is possible is possible for me. That's who I am. And what do I want? I don't want to just be successful in the world. I don't want to just make a mark or have a legacy. The answer to that question for me is I want to fulfill the highest, truest expression of myself as a human being. I want to fulfill the promise that the creator dreamed when he dreamed the cells that made up me. What do I want? You must have some kind of vision for your life. Even if you don't know the plan, you have to have a direction in which you choose to go. What I've learned is that's a great metaphor for life. You want to be in the driver's seat of your own life because if you're not, life will drive you. Doesn't that just give you goosebumps? And this is it right now. This is a driver's seat moment. 
right now, I want you to think of your vision. What do you want to create? What would your ideal future look like? For some, it's family. It's giving them joy, a better standard of living. For some, it's impacting their team, bringing them purpose, strengthening the group's impact. For others, it's community. It's bringing water to a community or energy or improving their nutrition. For some, it's helping racial justice. For some, it's the migrant difficulties and the journeys, making sure that they're protected, tackle the root causes of what causes them to leave their beloved home. You see, I wasn't kidding when I said our community was diverse, but I want you again to ask yourself before we continue and envision what is my purpose? What is my vision? You are taking control of how you elevate yourself in the communities that you join. And so what we're seeing today is a shift, right, in the business world or in workspaces where we're realizing it's work isn't really detached from our personal lives. And I think the pandemic made that very apparent when it blurred the lines of home and office. And it's not necessarily a bad thing because we've realized something collectively. We've realized that humans love autonomy. We want to have choice over our path and our purpose. And it's not in conflict with the organizations that we're a part of. When we are allowed and able and fueled to have control over our purpose, we actually do a better job for more innovative projects and have more collaboration. Today's goal is just to do business better, but in a way that makes you feel like your soul is on fire and in a way that fuels future success without having negative effects on those around you. Bueno, good job visualizing your vision. Now hold on to that because I want you to carry it through and interpret the rest of this episode with the lens of that specific vision that you have. But now what are the resources, but more importantly, or firstly, for us to use those resources and those tools, what are the trends? What are we awakening to? I am always amazed with how many of you have started your own business just from a passion that you have and you've put action with that passion. There's also many of us that have purpose in our current career, in the business that we're currently in. And I think that's a beautiful thing, but what tends to happen is we get stuck in the mundane and we lose grip of that focus. And I think a lot of us don't know that there's a set of tools out there already to help us realign ourselves with how to make an impact. I have the fortune of having friends that are part of such amazing initiatives in groups, some that are on the NAACP fighting for racial justice, some that work with cities to make sure that there is environmental justice and procedural justice taking place. So many of us like to feel like we have an impact, we volunteer, we work, we give. Why not do the same in your everyday? So many of us are spending hours of each day, five days a week with an institution or group that we work with. But what if we had specific goals that we could orient ourselves with? Okay, Gabriella, cut to the chase. What are they? Well, they're the SDGs or the Sustainable Development Goals. 
And before you think this doesn't apply to you, it does, no matter what you're doing or where you are. You see, these goals are... The blueprint to achieve a better future for all. They're a call to action adopted by the United Nations in 2015 to end poverty, protect the planet, and ensure that by 2030, all people enjoy peace and prosperity. And businesses all over the world are implementing these and finding that it makes them more profitable in the long term. There is a framework already created to help you align your purpose and your business and actually improve your goals so that you can actually be more successful. Know that this applies to any business that you may have, whether you have an apparel company or you're an investor or you work in construction, or you work in finance, there is a goal within this framework that will help you. What comes to mind is something Tenzi Whelan, director of NYU Center for Sustainable Business said, I think the way for businesses to look at the UN Sustainable Development Goals is through the lens of business opportunity. You see, the Business and Sustainable Development Commission says that sustainable business models could open economic opportunities worth $12 trillion and create 380 million jobs by 2030. So why is now the time to incorporate these SDGs? Why should we use them to challenge the status quo? Well, Kerman Kassad, global strategist, wrote, Pace and breadth of change are unprecedented. Today, the rate of change and scope of innovation are fueling disruption in a revolutionary way. Innovation is disruptive because it is purposely shifting from what is to what can be to what will be. So what I'm asking you now is what will be if you use these tools to fuel your vision? So what are the goals? There are 17 and don't worry, I won't quiz you on them. Number one. End poverty. Two, zero hunger. Three, good health and well-being. And I want you to remember your vision and listen for one that you feel connected to. Number four, quality education. Five, gender equality. Six, clean water and sanitation. Seven, affordable and clean energy. Eight, decent work and economic growth. Nine, industry innovation and infrastructure. 10. Reduced inequalities. 11. Sustainable cities and communities. 12. Responsible consumption and production. I've seen a couple apparel companies be connected to this one specifically. 13. Climate action. 14. Life below water. 15. Life on land. 16. Peace, justice, and strong institutions. And last, but certainly not least, and maybe the one that gets threaded between all the other goals, partnerships for the goals. I guarantee you there was one that stuck with you. If you're in the medical field, maybe it was good health and well-being. If you own a business, maybe it inspires you to have health benefits for your employees so that you can contribute to their health and well-being. And we're going to use a few companies as an example of what this may look like when you incorporate it into your business. I'm going to give a shameless plug and shout out to Footy International. Now, this is a USA-made sustainable apparel company. 
and they describe it as designed for you to get your foot out the door. They're inspiring adventure through sustainability. And they have a variety of products, uh, but one of the things are socks. And when you look into it, you realize, well, the socks are made of plastic bottles and they're actually really comfortable. You see, plastics get chopped into small pieces. They're then melted to form uniform plastic balls. And then they're extruded into premium performance yarn yarn that is then used to knit their socks. You see, they're also using Goal 17, Partnership for the Goals. They've partnered with Unify Manufacturing Inc. to use this process and remove and recycle over 31 billion plastic bottles from the environment. And that's how they accomplish a goal of making a healthier planet. You see, the founders love to hike and love adventure. So you see, when you feel like the the products that you're buying and putting out, but as the consumer, the products that you buy, when you feel like they are making an impact, that you are able to almost make an investment or vote with your wallet for a product that you know the story behind it. I mean, with these socks, I feel like I did something good and I get to use them when I hike and who doesn't need socks? So it's products like these that embody and use the goals to actually elevate the value of their product and actually elevate their connection to their consumers and keep them loyal that's where you see a mutual benefit to employing the sdgs you know exactly what time it is time for a little dance break but we'll be back with different ways that people have made the sdgs work for them back and awake. We're going to walk through what businesses and individuals have used the SDGs to elevate their value prop. You see, especially with fast fashion, us and me being guilty many times after spending money in Forever 21 and ordering from Shein a while back, we're a part of industries that are actually contributing to poor water quality, to chemical runoff in our waterways that trickle and affect the most vulnerable communities. And so there's an enormous opportunity here. Recently, I was super fortunate to be a part of a group of 25 students from around the world taking a sustainable business course with Oxford University. And in this course, we talked about a business that really, really just modeled how to incorporate the SDGs into your business strategy. And that business was called Nudie Jeans Co. A lot of people just call it Nudie, but it's a Swedish clothing company and they make apparel. But the main thing that they make, like in the name, Nudie Jeans, are denim jeans. They're founded in Sweden, and from the very beginning, they have really placed a priority on sustainability and corporate social responsibility, CSR, which is becoming increasingly popular today in an era when consumers are holding businesses accountable. And since 2016, they've made a sustainability report. They've specifically drawn from the SDGs. I mean, they have looked at this framework that already existed and they said, okay, how do we use it to assess our performance and how do we use it to elevate our performance? 
they first focused on a few, right? Because 17 is a lot to take on at one time. So looking at a few, they said, okay, we resonate. Personally, our business resonates with goal one, goal 12, and 14. They incorporate a couple of the others, but notice how they first had a target of a few in order to have more impact. So what is goal one? I know you don't remember. I wouldn't either. And I don't actually know all of them in order. I always have to read and check up. So no worries. Uh, Goal one is no poverty. 12 is responsible consumption and production. Very, very relevant to a business that's producing something, a, a, a product rather than delivering a service. And goal 14, life below water. Seems kind of odd, but think about the fashion industry and the textile industry and the chemicals that it produces that inevitably and from the factories go into our waterways. Well, how do we make sure that we're also not releasing microplastics? So this targeted focus into three made it even more organized of a strategy. So we also mapped out how exactly they were going to tackle these goals. Okay, so we looked at, okay, in order to have no poverty, we're going to pay a living wage and make sure that we have fair trade products. Okay, so for good health and well-being, okay, then we're going to have make sure that our suppliers are checking in on employee health and that we're using organic cotton to introduce non-toxic materials. We're going to make sure that they have access also to healthcare services. And then with quality education, okay, we're going to build skills in the local community. We're going to have supplier training. We're also going to support Chetna schools. Okay, okay. Now, okay, for now for gender equality. Well, quality education goes along with this, but what else? We're going to eliminate discrimination and violence and make sure we have equal opportunity. We're going to start the Fairware Foundation and have trainings on this. And so you see, these are wicked issues and very difficult to solve. But when we do our part and we choose those goals that resonate most with us, we are then able to set things into motion into educating the local community, into making sure that we're taking care of our people, especially if we expect them to take care of us. Ooh, I'm, I, I like that. I'm going to say it louder for the people in the back. We need to take care of our people if we expect them to take care of us. Woo! Okay, so we've covered a lot so far. So let's do a quick recap. We started off with exploring how to embody our highest, truest selves. We thought about what our specific and unique vision is and how it intertwines between our personal passions and our career. And we learned that maybe those things don't have to be completely separate and that they're actually stronger when they're aligned. We then thought about current trends in the workplace and current wicked issues that are prompting us to have a bigger impact with whatever it is that we decide to do. We then introduced a framework for strengthening our vision and our goals and aligning it with our career. We learned that these tools are called the Sustainable Development Goals and that they can apply to anyone and everyone, and there's about 17 of them. We heard all 17 and we kept our ears open for which one or which group of them resonated the most with our personal vision. We kept our ears open for how they could strengthen the products or services that we offer. Here in the Absolutely Right community, we love to get educated and then use that education 
to make an impact. So if you're starting a clothing business or already have one off the ground, I encourage you to look at Footy International uh, for inspiration on how they've kind of greened up their printing and their tags and their products. I encourage you to look up the sustainable development goals and how they apply to small businesses. But maybe you don't actually offer a tangible product or a service. Maybe you just like to invest. Well, I found something called Honeycomb Credit. And here they have a list of businesses with a greater impact that you can invest in. So they have a list of women-owned businesses, black-owned businesses, LGBTQ plus-owned businesses, sustainable businesses, and minority-owned businesses so that you can make your investments a little more ethical. So what's another resource to get plugged in and get a conversation going with the real human being? Well, I encourage you to follow the You're Absolutely Right Twitter and Instagram pages. On Instagram, we're the letter U, the letter R, underscore absolutely right. And there, you'll quickly find a bridge to my account, which is underscore Gabriella, F-I-E-R-R-O, underscore. No worries on the correct spelling. You'll easily find it through the Absolutely Right page. So... I encourage you to go on there and get a conversation going with me. I love engaging with your DMs. I get questions all the time about local markets and local vendors for different things. Also questions on what is happening in the energy field, especially in the energy market within Texas and the United States, and what's going on with our urban planning. Feel free to engage with me. I love it and look forward to your questions. I can't wait to talk to you again next week. And remember... That whether you believe you can or you can't make a difference. You are absolutely right. That was one of our listeners, Daniel, and he's also submitted a question. How do you think through your career and how do you connect that thought process to your passion? That's an excellent question, Daniel. And I'm going to refer back to, again, a framework that's already been created and that you can use for anything, especially when you're thinking through your purpose. So this is from Elaine Welteroth, and she has a masterclass, and she talks about something called your mind map. And what you do is that the center of your mind map is your why. And what I'll do is I'll literally draw this out. If, if, if you know me at all, and my friends will tell you, I love to write things on paper, to write it on walls, a dry erase board, whatever I can get my hands on that, you know, I love that. So I'll take out a piece of paper. Um, I've even used painter's paper before. So it's uh, all over the floor and it's all around me. And I'll kind of make a map. And at the center, I'll say, okay, what is my purpose? Like, what's my why? What's the vision, for example, that we talked about earlier on this episode? Okay, well, maybe mine is connect humanity back to earth and what our healthy natural state is and kind of getting rid of this mind fog and in confusion that we have with how separate we've become from the natural world okay well that's my why that's that's what really drives me okay but what are the mediums and what are the resources that i have in the areas that i'm actually interested in well for me it's let's say it's speaking And it's this podcast, it's business and technology, social and media, the political space, right? I'll draw all of that branching from my central why. And then from there, I'll draw, okay, well, how do I do that? Well, speaking, a little dot, you know, dotted line that connects to the podcast, connects to absolutely right, 
also different speaking engagements I've had with the environmental um, department at Baylor and that other schools in Maryland as well. Um, also, what creative mediums I use. I go to a lot of local events. I go to a lot of sporting events or maybe fashion events as well. Okay. Well, also in the other side of my mind map, well, then there's the political side of the business and technology that might connect to my specific career. So then I have a little bubble that says capital projects that says other work things, right? And I'll make this giant map just branching from my why. And you'll begin to see this is how you make an impact and this is how you connect with your career. You know, there's these spheres that you're already super tapped into and interested in. You may just not know it yet. Um, if that is apparel, let's say you have a clothing brand. Well, maybe it's also the digital space. Maybe it's also art and art galleries uh, from back in, in history. Well, maybe it's also uh, Latino-inspired movements, or maybe it's uh, African-American-inspired movements. Maybe it's that multiculturalism that you love. Well, you also like producing music on the side as well. Well, you also like speaking. Oh, well, you also, you see, like, you start to connect all the different sides of you by drawing it out on a map. So what I encourage you to do and what I've done time and time again, you come and you revisit this mind map strategy, and then you put pen to paper and you write down all the different spaces that make you you, and you realize that they actually make you even stronger in your purpose because they can be interconnected. And trust me, no one has what you have on your paper the exact same way. And that's what's so beautiful. We're diverse, amazing, and incredibly unique humans. See you next week.